Today is Monday, October 4th, 2021, and here are three things you need to know to be smart today. Kristen Cinema, Democrat senator from Arizona, attacked by her own side. That's right, chased through the hallways of a university in Arizona and had to lock herself in a bathroom stall for protection. It is horrifying to watch authoritarianism on the march, and people are getting sick of it. A shock poll says a majority of Trump voters want red states to secede from blue states. What does that mean for our republic? Can America be saved? Is this separation happening? Well, people who want to celebrate Christmas certainly want a separation from Dr. Fauci, who says no Christmas this year. That's right. Dr. Fauci comes out against Christmas because he doesn't want to have to travel to the North Pole and work again in Santa's workshop as an elf. That's where Dr. Fauci was born. That was his first job. And people who are definitely traveling north for the winter, a new massive migrant train heading for our border, and it is going to be a crisis. 400,000 migrants heading to our broken open border, and DHS says America is a sanctuary nation. That's right, no more deportations simply for being in this country illegally. People who deserve to be deported in our good news is the fake news. They had the greatest moment in fake news history this weekend at a NASCAR event. NASCAR fans started chanting F Joe Biden and the desperate corporate media gave us the best meme of the Biden era yet. It's a thing of beauty. We cover all of that on this show. My name is Benny Johnson and this is The Benny Show. We need a Build Back Better plan right now. We, we're not that door We need solutions. The Build Back Better plan needs has the solutions that we need. We knocked on doors for you to get you elected. And just how we got you elected, we can get you out of office if you don't support what you promised us. What you are hearing right now is the destruction of the Democrat Party as we know it. What you are hearing right now is the dissolution of what used to be called the Democratic Party. This is the sound of Democrat activists, Democrat poll workers, Democrat voters chasing down Kristen Cinema, a Democrat senator, inside of the hallways of Arizona State University, chasing her down, harassing her, surrounding her, impeding her movement, and then chasing her into a bathroom stall. That's right. The entire video ends with Cinema entering a women's restroom and the activists surrounding her inside of a bathroom stall, chanting at her, while she is seeking refuge inside of a bathroom. These are Democrats attacking other Democrats. That is why we can say definitively on this channel that the Democratic Party is over. It ceases to exist. The Democratic Party is no longer a functional political party. It is a militant movement, a militant movement of authoritarians. And if you cross them, if you do not do what you are told, if you do not toe the line, if you dare to think differently, if you dare to question their ideology, if you dare to question the tenets of their authoritarian movement, their woke progressivism, then indeed you become the enemy as well. Parties be damned. 
It used to be that your political party could protect you, that it would defend you, that it would back you up. Not any longer. And certainly not inside of an authoritarian movement. We've been warning you about the militant left and how they encourage it, actually. The militant left is behaving just like every single other authoritarian and dictatorial movement in human history. They create shock troops and stormtroopers to go and harass, brutalize, betray, and to incite against the people who would stand in their way. And Kristen Cinema is standing in the way of Joe Biden's uh, legislative agenda right now. And so, therefore, she becomes the enemy. You won't hear anything about this from the left because they encourage it. They want it. They demand it, in fact. It is important that people like Rand Paul, as he's walking through the streets of Washington, D.C., get surrounded and attacked. That is precisely what happened uh, in front of me as I was watching Rand Paul walk down the street after the RNC convention speech at the White House uh, just a number of months ago in 2020. This has been happening throughout the country. We've brought this show to Chaz. We've brought this show to downtown Baltimore to the BLM riots and rallies throughout Washington, D.C. We've brought this show to the statue teardowns. It is a movement of the mob now. Much like every single other authoritarian movement, they will use violence, they will use intimidation, they will use brutality to get their way. And this is what you're seeing now. You're seeing the suicide of the Democratic Party as their own agents of terror attack members of their own party inside of swing states in order to intimidate them to vote certain ways. It is certainly not reserved for just Republicans. Democrats will attack other Democrats and perhaps even more viciously. It is a horrible thing to see. We read to you now from foxnews.com. Kristen Cinema confronted by immigration activists in bathroom. Activists demand Cinema support a pathway to citizenship. Senator Kristen Cinema was confronted by immigration activists following the senator through a classroom where she teaches at Arizona State University to a bathroom demanding the Arizona Democrat take action on a pathway to citizenship. We knocked on doors for you to get you elected. Just how we got you elected, we can get you out of office if you don't support what you promised us. That's right. Does this sound like a democracy to you? Does this sound like people who have inherited the American tradition of political activism where you make your cases, where you make your arguments in the public arena, where you uh, use logic and use people's better sensibilities of themselves and you convince people to be on your side? No. No, it doesn't. This sounds like third world brutality and barbarism. This sounds like intimidation tactics. This sounds like people who want to hurt other people and who do not care about their well-being. They simply want power. They just want to intimidate and to force people to do what they want. That is what this sounds like. It is precisely what it is. The activist first confronted Cinema at her ASU classroom, then followed her down the hall as the senator went into the bathroom and shut the door of the stall. Nevertheless, the activists continued to voice their demands from inside of the bathroom, including a demand that she support President Biden's Build Back Better agenda and legislation that would provide a pathway to citizenship for illegal immigrants. There you go. We need to build back better right now, one activist said. It was brought 
I was brought to the United States when I was three years old. And in 2010, my grandparents both got deported because of SB 170, another activist said. I'm here because I definitely believe that we need a pathway to citizenship. Cinema did not engage in the discussion with the activists and the video, and instead ignoring the group, she exited the stall and washed her hands. Someone who is washing their hands of any support of Christian cinema is Joe Biden, who just moments ago said at a press conference that he doesn't care about Senator Cinema being chased down in a bathroom by his own party. He said that it's just part of the process. That's right. What a truly reprehensible statement. Just watching, Mr. President, uh, you're talking about how you have 48 Democratic votes right now. The other two uh, have been pressured over the weekend by activists. Joe Manchin had people on kayaks show up to his boat. TL Adam, Senator Cinema last night was chased into a restroom. Do you think that those tactics are crossing a line? I don't think they're appropriate tactics, but it happens to everybody. From the, <laughs> the only people it doesn't happen to are people who have Secret Service standing around them. Um, so uh, it's, it's, it's part of the process. Yes, sir. So right on cue to prove our point that the Democratic Party is now a zombie party taken over by dangerous and violent authoritarians who approve of mob tactics in order to get their way. Joe Biden is just saying it's part of the process. Hey, it's part of the process. If you dare question the regime, well, then it's just part of the process. You're just going to get harassed. People are going to chase you into bathroom stalls. It's just what happens all the time. You know, do you have Secret Service like me? Well, well, then then expect my stormtroopers to chase you down where you work and live. These tactics are not new. These tactics are ancient. This is how all brutal authoritarians govern at all times. It is truly un-American and we must fight it. Something that is equally un-American is the loss of jobs and ranches for farmers in this country. That's right. Did you know that 100,000 American independent farmers and ranchers have closed their doors since 2015? Why is that? Well, it's because the product of the USA tag has been stolen by foreign countries. Did you know this? That foreign countries can ship their meat to America in cold containers, in giant barges. They can freeze their meat, ship it to America, have it processed here. This cheap meat then gets labeled as an American product. This is decimating our farmers. I grew up in Iowa, ladies and gentlemen. I grew up next to these people. They are the backbone of our country, red-blooded, hardworking Americans. We should support our farmers and ranchers, and that is why this show is so proud to be partnering with Good Ranchers. That's right. Good Ranchers is here. They exist to support local American farms and help you make great American meals. Together, they want to restore the American ranch and your meals to their former glory. Get beef, chicken, seafood, everything that cannot be imported or matched at GoodRanchers.com. Good Ranchers wants to put America first at the dinner table and farmers that worked to raise the meat we eat, they support them. That's why the Johnson family exclusively eats Good Ranchers meat. We get it shipped to our house every single month. We open up that box and you get these delicious cuts of beef. You get T-bone steaks, New York strips, filet mignon. Ladies and gentlemen, it is delicious. My wife loves their chicken. It comes pre-seasoned and individually packaged. Very easy to eat. And even 
even my little daughter, my 14-month-old daughter, loves to snack on Good Ranchers. She's a real big fan of the T-bone steak. Go to GoodRanchers.com slash Benny right now and save $20, or better yet, subscribe, and each box of your mouth-watering American meats will show up on schedule right to your door That's right, $20 off and free express shipping. If you go to GoodRanchers.com slash Benny right now, use code Benny at checkout. It's $20 off, free express shipping, GoodRanchers.com slash Benny. Just a fantastic company. Somebody who is not great company this holiday season, somebody who does not deserve a Good Ranchers box as a Christmas present or a Thanksgiving present is Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci saying in his Grinch-like tone, it's too soon to tell if we can get together for Christmas. That's right, reading to you now from Breitbart.com. National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases head and chief White House medical advisor Anthony Fauci said Sunday on CBS Face the Nation, it's too soon to tell if Christmas gatherings will be advised in light of the coronavirus pandemic. Anchor Margaret Brennan asked, can we gather for Christmas or is it too soon to tell? Fauci said, you know, Margaret, it's too soon to tell. We have to concentrate on continuing to get these numbers down and to try and jump ahead by weeks and months to say we're going to do this at a particular time. Let's focus like a laser on continuing to get cases down. And we also do it by getting people vaccinated. Also, you know, the situation with boosters. If you want a booster, you can ask for one from Santa. But I'm not going to go back to my old job as an elf inside of Santa's workshop. I am so sick of doing that. Please, please, please keep COVID around forever. It's the only way that I get power. And so I don't have to go to the workshop and work like an elf. Dr. Fauci, a very small man. Dr. Fauci began his career as an elf in the North Pole. He certainly wants COVID to continue forever because that means that he doesn't have to go back and make toys again for the children. It would be much easier for him to just mask all of our children forever. This is obviously evil. It's obviously insidious. It obviously reflects the fact that these people don't want you to have happy, normal lives. They want you to be as miserable as they are. Here's miserable Grinch, Dr. Fauci, saying just that. But we can gather for Christmas or it's just too soon to tell? You know, Margaret, it's just too soon to tell. We've just got to concentrate on continuing to get those numbers down and not try to jump ahead by weeks or months and say what we're going to do at a particular time. Ladies and gentlemen, here is ultimately the issue with Fauci saying something like this. It's that there are people who actually want to believe him. They, They want to be told when they can celebrate holidays. There are people in my family that believe Fauci so very much that they want to be told when they can breathe, how their children can breathe. They love masking their kids. They are branch Covidians. They want to believe their cult leader, and Fauciism is indeed a cult. These people wish to be told how to live their lives. They don't want to be free thinkers. It's why we're seeing a separation right now in our country. It's why we're seeing headlines like this from Newsweek.com. 47% of West Coast Dems and 66% of Southern Republicans want to secede from the U.S., These are moments when people are starting to realize that we are no longer compatible as a country. 
there is a group of people in this country, and it's important for conservatives to recognize because for so long we've thought that the American experience is homogenous and that people think like us. The problem is they don't. Blue state Democrats, blue state NPC serfs want to live inside of a world that is centrally constructed for them. They do not want freedom. They do not want the responsibility of making their own decisions. They do not want to have free thought. They do not want other people to have free thought around them. They view that as dangerous. They view rights and liberties handed to you by God and enshrined in our founding documents as dangerous. They view you as dangerous and they don't want to live around you. That's what polling says. Reading to you from Newsweek, two-thirds of Southern Republicans say they support breaking away from the U.S. and forming their own country with nearby states, while nearly half of Democrats on the West Coast want to do the same. 66% of Republicans in 13 Southern states, including Texas and Florida, are in favor of seceding from the Union. According to a poll released Wednesday by Brightline Watch, half of all independents in the South agreed, while only 20% of Southern Democrats were on board. Support for forming a breakaway country reached 47% among Democrats in California, Oregon, Washington, Alaska, and Hawaii. This is a direct result of our current moment in American media propaganda. Because for years, the media has told you that, and they've told the people inside of blue states that actually listen to and watch CNN, They've told them that Republicans are dangerous, that these people are radicals. They've compared Republicans to terrorists, to ISIS and Taliban. They have said that Republicans are disease spreaders and that they are unable to be reasoned with. Their houses are filled with guns and red meat, probably from good ranchers, and they are crazy. They're putting you and your entire family at risk. At the same time, at the same time, Republicans are looking at Democrats and saying, wait a second, you all are the ones making mandates, making unconstitutional mandates that are affecting my life. We no longer have a republic because you all are making up rules that do not apply to me and should never apply to me. How I raise my children, the air that my children breathe, the schools that they attend, That is not up to you. That does not belong to you. That is not in your purview. You have no say over that. How I can work, what I can put into my body, my place of employment, the conditions of my employment, that is not up to you. Republicans in red states and freedom lovers in red states are saying, this is insane. But now we've reached our breaking point. Now Americans have reached their breaking point where you're starting to see the incompatibility of the people inside of blue states that wish for central planning and that hate their freedom-loving neighbors. They view them as a threat to them. And Republicans who view the central planning as a threat to their way of life and their freedoms. This ideological schism was perfectly on display with Dr. Fauci this weekend where Dr. Fauci said this about people's individual rights, so-called, go. Indeed, you do have personal liberties for yourself and you should be in control of that. 
but you are a member of society. And as a member of society, reaping all the benefits of being a member of society, you have a responsibility to society. And I think each of us, particularly in the context of a pandemic that's killing millions of people, you have got to look at it and say there comes a time when you do have to give up what you consider your individual right of making your own decision for the greater good of society. There is a clip of the most prominent doctor in America saying of your personal liberties that there comes a time when you have to give up what you consider your individual rights and your own decisions for the greater good. Where have you heard that before? Sacrificing for the greater good has been the tagline of every evil regime in human history. Sacrificing for the greater good, sacrificing your life, your liberty, and your pursuits of happiness has been the tagline for Mao's Great Leap Forward, for Stalin's Red Purge, for the darkest, most evil moments in the last 100 years of human history. Indeed, authoritarians always say it is for the greater good that you must do what they say. And now Americans are saying, we're done. We're done. We're not going to do it anymore. Here from Breitbart.com, another poll. Majority of Trump voters want red states to secede from blue states. 52% of Trump voters agreed with the statement that the situation in America is such that I would favor red and blue states seceding from the union to form their own separate country. This is according to a recent poll from the University of Virginia Center for Politics. This is an unbiased center that has some actually very excellent polling. It says that former President Donald Trump's voters want to secede. When surveyed, when the survey asked voters who supported then-candidate Joe Biden in 2020, 41% agreed that the same statement and 18% strongly agreed with the statement, meaning that Biden's supporters also show a deep divide. And it is dangerous right now in this country. The divide is not going to be easily fixed, according to UVA Center Director Larry J. Sabato. The majority of both sets of voters agreed that someone voting for a candidate from the opposing party is disloyal to the people that they care about. 54% of Trump voters said this. 52% of Biden, Biden voters said this. It's a moment, ladies and gentlemen, where the country is breaking. It is a moment where the country is seeing incompatibility. People who wish to control your lives or people who wish to be left alone. You cannot live in a world with both of those people. The country is just not big enough. That is what polling is showing. And indeed, our media ecosystem and ecosystem is not helping. Our media works to divide. Our media works hard, as hard as possible, to make sure that people who want to be threatened, who wish to be threatened, Our media works overtime to divide Americans. It is incredible when you look at the incidents of the use of white supremacy in the pages of the New York Times, how it has skyrocketed. The use of racism in the page of the New York pages of the New York Times, how it has skyrocketed. 
the fracturing of America, the breaking apart of this country, the marginalizing of groups in this country to make them hate each other. There is a moment right now where tribalism is taking over in this country. It is utterly propagated by the left and their institutions inside of education and in media, and it is leading to disaster. What will happen if America breaks up? What will happen if you create two independent nations? One nation of safetyism and Fauciism. The blue states all connect together and bind together. And the red states then all combine together and say, no, we are the actual true Americans. Natural rights, freedoms, and liberties live here. We're going to do what we want. We're not going to mask. Well, you already have that, quite frankly. You already have this happening Right now, the great separation is occurring because people are moving with their feet. You have a de facto Berlin Wall, so to speak, that has been erected around blue states, and people are fleeing. You can see it here every single day in red states. Red states like Florida, uh, where we live and where we do this show from, they are not having it, and millions and millions of Americans are fleeing and collapsing blue states because... You know, in blue states, you can see the economies are in total and complete freefall. And so are the cultures. People don't want to live in those states any longer. The people who do want to live in blue states wish to be controlled. They wish to be centrally controlled. But that is still a minority of people in America, albeit a much louder, louder minority today. People who wish to have and take advantage of the lack of control right now in our country, the lack of control in our borders are the criminal migrants who are now traveling to this country at an alarming rate. It is so shocking, frankly, to see these reports. This one from USA Today. DHS fears that up to 400,000 migrants, or nearly double the 21-year record set in July, will cross the border in October when COVID restrictions Trump used to stop the search for Mexico end. That's right. These same people that are telling you to mask your children, to give up your freedoms, and to give up your holidays with your family are opening our border. Our border has collapsed. You do not have a country if you cannot control who is in your country, who is exiting your country. You cannot control your borders. You don't have a country, period. These same people are advocating for open borders. That's right. Reading the article, the Department of Homeland Security is worried that rolling back the Trump-era Title 42 policy would encourage more migrants to come to the border and send numbers surging through October. Alexandra Mayorkas expressed the concern on a phone call with senior Homeland Security officials. Title 42 is set to expire today after the lawsuit from immigration groups, but the White House has appealed. Title 42 essentially says that because of the COVID pandemic and because of the emergency situation on the southern border, that illegal migrants can be expelled just based on that alone. Because we are in a national and global pandemic, well, it's going to be scary to allow hundreds of thousands, millions, uh, even this calendar year, into our country uh, who are illegal. We don't know who they are or where they come from or what diseases they may be carrying. Well, this is now ending, this Title 42, and 400,000 migrants are coming to our border. Why do you see people wanting to separate from blue states? Because of this. Because of this lawlessness. Because of these policies. This is the destruction of our country. This is the destruction of our republic. 
And people are saying, we're through. We're si- we did not fight for. We do not wish to live inside of the third world. That's why we are Americans. That's why we come to America. Many of these people that are getting red-pilled, I speak with them often because I live inside of a majority migrant community here in Tampa where many people are of Cuban and Venezuelan descent. They do not wish to live in the third world. It's why they painstakingly came to this country, went through our legal process, and became Americans over the course of years of hard work and legal immigration. They do not want the third world to come here, but when you open your borders and you have 400,000 migrants pouring into your country in one month, you don't have a country. You don't have a country. But what will happen? They'll come and they'll be let in. This according to the Daily Mail. In new guidelines, DHS says people shouldn't be deported solely for being undocumented. That's right. The Biden administration issued new guidelines Thursday to immigration officers saying that being an undocumented person should not alone be the basis of being deported. Incredible. The Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alexandria Mayorkas said in a statement that the department will focus their resources on apprehending and removing undocumented migrants who are a threat to national security, public safety, and border security in the United States. We are guided by the knowledge that there are individuals in our country who have been here for generations and contributed to our country's well-being, including those who have been on the front line battles against COVID. Incredible. Branch Covidians. There we go. Using COVID for every justification. Lead congregations of faith, faith and teach our children, Mayorkas said in a statement. We strive to provide them with path, with a path to status. We will not work in conflict by spending resources seeking to remove those who do not pose a threat and, in fact, make our nation stronger. Incredible. Does it make your nation stronger to defy laws? The laws on the books state that illegally crossing into an American territory as a non-American citizen is a felony. Remaining here without a, immediately surrendering yourself for deportation makes you a felon once more. So over and over again, millions of people have committed felonies based on the laws on the books right now in our country. And what's happened to them? They are now being rewarded by our own DHS, our own Department of Homeland Security, saying that nothing will happen to them. That they will be, they will be safe here, kept here. And that is why you see 400,000 migrants marching to our border right now. We are going to see a crisis unlike, unlike anything you've ever seen before. You, we're going to see a crisis in this month. Be prepared. You're going to watch the complete collapse of our country, the collapse of our sovereign nation. This is the Biden administration essentially declaring that America as a nation is a sanctuary city, a sanctuary state. Sanctuary cities were cities run by leftists where they said that ICE and DHS had no jurisdiction. The police force was not going to operate or coordinate uh, with ICE. And so in places like Seattle, if you were an undocumented immigrant or in the entire state of California, if you were a criminal migrant, well, local law enforcement was not going to cooperate with deporting you makes it almost nearly impossible to get people who are criminal migrants into detention centers and then deport them. That's what a sanctuary state was. Donald Trump was working to actively stop sanctuary states and cities by withholding federal funds. Now the entire Biden administration has simply said, nope, the entire country 
is a sanctuary country and no one will be deported. This is infuriating. The vast majority of Americans polling shows this. The majority of Americans prefer Trump immigration plans. This from Rasmussen polling. Rasmussen reports last week indicates that Americans overwhelmingly prefer former President Trump's immigration policy to that of Joe Biden, with the former building a wall and sharply cutting back immigration. Joe Biden broke a single-year record for apprehensions of illegal migrants last week, indicating that more illegals have infiltrated the nation's borders under his regime than ever before. A majority of Americans, 51%, think that Trump's immigration policies were better than Biden's. Only 32% prefer Biden's America last approach. 11% viewing the two presidents as the same. Well, you are able to see with your own two eyes the results of this. We went to the border and we saw on this show illegal migrants by the dozens just crossing into America. What has Biden built? As the unbuilt Trump wall sits rusting in the desert, Biden has built welcome centers. That's right. Welcome centers where illegal criminal migrants are welcomed. They're small structures where they can find shade, water, places to fill out their documents and their paperwork. And then the Border Patrol agents, we watch this happen in real life, just release them into the country. This isn't a country. It's not a country any longer. America, as it stands, has fallen because we have no more borders. A country without borders cannot stand. It is incredible the gaslighting going on from the top ranks of officials in this country. We started off this segment in a way that shows you exactly how the country is ripping apart, how the republic is breaking. Fauci saying to people that they need to give up their freedoms for the greater good because of COVID. Fauci saying to people that Christmas has to be canceled this year because of COVID. And now, Dr. Fauci is saying to Republicans that the 400 plus thousand, 1.4 million this calendar year, creeping up to maybe 2 million by the end of the year, criminal migrants, the 2 million people who have traveled through the third world where multiple variants are raging, over 100 different nationalities, pouring across our southern border right now in this country, crippling our entitlement states, crippling uh, the economies of states that are to support them, the devastation that will be seen in this country is just beginning from this criminality and this lawlessness of the Biden administration. Now Fauci is saying to the people that are worried about that, that are worried about immigrant populations that we know of have 70% plus COVID rates that are pouring into our country COVID positive. We know this. A town in McAllen, Texas said that 40% of the migrants tested in their town were COVID positive. They had to declare a state of emergency because there were so many criminal felon migrants that were COVID positive pouring into their cities and they don't know where to go or what to do once they get here because many of them are many of them are victims of traffickers human traffickers virtually all of them 
must do deals with human traffickers to get into the country. And then once they get here, they have diseases. They have COVID. This is a sad but brutal reality. There is not any way that you can get around the fact that through their travel, through the third world, that various variants are picked up and brought into America. It's just facts. And now it is being brought into your community, all thanks to the Biden regime and their suspension of American law and their embrace of complete and total collapse, the collapse of America. And these jackasses have the audacity to look you and I in the face and to say, no, immigrants are not driving the pandemic. That is what Dr. Fauci said this weekend. The National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases head for the White House medical advisor, Dr. Anthony Fauci, said on Sunday on CNN, State of the Union, that Republicans need to face reality and realize immigrants are not the driving force of the coronavirus pandemic. Oh, interesting. Anchor Dana Bash said, Dr. Fauci, a new Kaiser Family Foundation poll, asked Americans what they thought the majority reason for high coronavirus spread is and the top reasons the Republicans gave was immigrants and tourists bringing COVID-19 into the U.S. Are immigrants the major reason for COVID-19 spreading in the U.S.? Fauci said, no, absolutely not. If you look at the data and if you look at the people who have gotten infected and if you look at people who are in the hospital and look at the people who have died, it's not driven by immigrants. How do you know? How do you know? These people are undocumented. How are you going to ask them for their papers? How are you going to ask them for vaccine passports? You are not requiring vaccination to enter this country illegally. They have said this time and time again. So how are you going to tell who is spreading COVID if these people are undocumented? They do not have any legitimate government licenses. They do not have any legitimate government paperwork. There are millions of them here right now that we know of. How are you going to tell? Exactly how? Please explain. I'm waiting. Explain it calmly. Explain it simply in a way that I can understand. How will you know who is spreading COVID when you have no clue who is actually here? Here's Dr. Fauci saying this. It's just absolute gaslighting jackassery. Dr. Fauci, a new Kaiser Family Foundation poll asked Americans this week what they thought the major reasons for high coronavirus spread are. And the top reason that Republicans gave in this poll was immigrants and tourists bringing COVID-19 into the U.S., are immigrants a major reason why COVID-19 is spreading in the U.S.? No, absolutely not, Dan. I mean, if you just look at the data and look at the people who've gotten infected, look at the people who are in the hospital, look at the people who've died, this is not driven by immigrants. Again, how do you know? How do you know? If you do not know who is in your country and if they have no legitimate paperwork, and they do not have legitimate IDs, and they do not have any legitimate documents identifying who they are, where they're from, how do you know who is spreading coronavirus? These liars. These liars. Remember when Jen Psaki was asked about this, and she essentially said, yeah, 
Yeah, we're not going to require them to be vaccinated. You must be vaccinated to work at a major airline or to work at any major company. Everybody must be vaccinated who works at a company that has 100 people or more at it to fly on a plane, to have a job, to put bread on your table, to feed your children. You must be vaccinated. But the unwashed masses of the third world that pour into our country in a pure invasion, they don't need anything. Listen. Requirement for people at a business with more than 100 people, but it's not a requirement for migrants at the southern border. Why? That's correct. Go ahead. What a truly evil regime. What an authoritarian moment in this country. It's no wonder the country wants to break up. When you have people that want to cancel your Christmas, that want to swing open and collapse your borders, that beg for a surge. You remember Joe Biden asked for immigrants to surge the border, illegal criminal migrants to surge the border. No, he's not going to fight the process of increasing the number of legal immigrants we will take every year, just surge our borders. Who wants to live in that country? You have a country where your top medical and health advisors are saying that you have to give up your rights for the greater good. Anyone with a functional brainstem knows exactly where that goes. The argument of giving up your rights for the greater good is truly the argument that has led to the greatest holocausts and the greatest genocides in modern human history. Go back and look. Go back and check the rhetoric. Giving up your life for the greater good is precisely the language that leads to the Red Scare, that leads to the Gulags, that leads to the Great Leap Forward in Mao's China. Ladies and gentlemen, people don't want to live under that. People don't want to live under these dictates. You do not want to live with these liars. Their native language is lying, and they are lying to put at risk your freedoms, your family, and your finances. They're doing it with complete and total abandon because they want power. They won't even defend Kristen Cinema, the guy who wrote the Violence Against Women Act, right? Joe Biden was part of the Violence Against Women Act. They won't even defend Kristen Cinema, who was trying to teach her class at Arizona State University from being assaulted in a bathroom by their own side. That's right. This is how power hungry and soulless these people are. Indeed, it is a moment where everyone needs to step back and realize what is at stake. The veneer has been ripped off, and now we are being able to see with plain eyes exactly who these authoritarians are and exactly what they want to do to our country. That is why I love stories like this. It is why I'm so happy to be bringing you the story of Brandon. That's right. Brandon is a NASCAR driver. Brandon Brown, he won the Talladega Speedway race, and... You were able to see in this very moment on NBC News how fake news is created. The veneer was ripped off. You were able to see in real time what happens in editorial rooms across the country. Brandon, let's go Brandon. The greatest meme of the Biden era was started. The crowd at the Talladega Speedway was chanting a very famous chant, F Joe Biden, a chant that has been chanted uh, across the country by millions of Americans, I think it's safe to say at this point, essentially every large sporting event with tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of people at them 
Well, they all break into F. Joe Biden chants, and this uh, was no exception at the Talladega Speedway. The crowd was chanting F. Joe Biden while Brandon Brown was giving an interview, and live on NBC News, you can see fake news happening in real time. Roll the tape. Just such an unbelievable moment. Brandon, you also told me you can hear the chants from the, the crowd. Let's go, Brandon. You told me you were going to kind of hang back those first stages and just watch and learn what you learned that helped you there in those closing laps. Yeah, I just don't think they were chanting, let's go, Brandon. That was NBC News doing its best to try and mislead its viewers. Even the reporter knew. You could hear it in her voice. She was like, oh, no. Oh, my gosh. What am I going to do? <laughs> I love these moments. It's, it's amazing to watch. I, it really is. And it spawned a million great memes. We've thrown some of them up on our social media. I hope you follow along. At Benny Johnson on all platforms. Verified. Truly, we are fighting a war for the very freedom of our country, for the very soul of our country. We proudly fight it right alongside with you. You, our listeners, have helped us have a wonderfully successful podcast launch. We want to thank you so very much. We want to thank all of you who have subscribed and who have downloaded the show. And please share the show with your friends. It is our only goal to give you the truth every single week. That is what we are going to do here on The Benny Show. We're also going to give you some good news. Please follow along and keep listening. We will keep fighting for you. The fight for liberty never ends. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show.